I'm Becky Hennessy. This is Living Through, Episode 78, Backpacks and Boulders. Hey there, this is Living Through, a podcast for partners who have been betrayed, who are living through as they recover and heal and reconnect. You know when you start to clean your garage and you are in there going through all the different things and you open a bin and you see what's in it and then you spend 20 minutes taking care of what's in that particular bin and then you do it again and then you do it again and pretty soon you've been in the garage for like two hours and you look around and it looks like you've done nothing but you know that you have been cleaning out like six bins. You know that time when that happens? <laughs> is it just me? That is what has happened with boundaries, you guys. I said to myself, okay, I'm going to talk about boundaries, which was basically me walking into the garage and saying, I'm going to clean my garage. And so I started cleaning and then I noticed that all these bins needed to be taken care of. And I opened a bin and then another And I realized that in order to truly talk about boundaries, there are all of these additional things that need to be talked about too. So it's like in order to clean the garage, there's all these bins that need to be cleaned too. So today is going to be a cleaning out of one of the bins in the boundaries garage. And there's going to be a few more bins that are going to be coming up in future episodes. So... That's what today is going to be, basically. Disclaimer, there are going to be a lot of labels thrown around, like enabler and victim and complainer and controller in this episode. This is not for the purpose of you labeling your spouse or your partner or to assume that you are all one thing or all another thing. This doesn't even have to be the purpose of you labeling yourself necessarily. I just need some ways to compartmentalize and to put things in certain categories. And so that's how I'm doing it. So take what you need today, leave what you don't. If there is some discomfort that pops up because of a particular label, I just would invite you to maybe get curious about that and look into that a little bit more with yourself and what that discomfort's about. Okay. Today, we are going to talk about backpacks and boulders. Now, this idea is adapted partly from the book Boundaries by Cloud and Townsend. So it may sound familiar to y'all that have read that book. If you haven't, give that book a read. It's also a variation of what I gained from my own therapy and what I have come to find in visiting with my clients and what I share with my clients in their therapy. We all carry backpacks and we all carry boulders. Let me explain. Backpacks are the everyday things that we need to do or that we are responsible for. They are things that we need to own because they're ours. These can be our feelings or attitudes or behaviors or choices. These are also things that just come up with whatever age you're in. So right now I'm an adult and there are certain things that I have to carry simply because I'm an adult. Backpacks are basically our daily loads. They are our responsibility. At times, backpacks can sometimes be consequences because of our choices. That's what backpacks are. 
boulders are different. Boulders are things that are too heavy to carry on our own at no fault of our own. So a chronic illness of ourselves or another, the loss of a loved one, mental illness, a particular circumstance, certain situations that are just what they are, not because of us, not because of anything we've done or anything like that. These are burdens that are too heavy for any one person to carry on their own. Now, if everyone is carrying their own backpack and everyone is helping each other lift the weight of the boulders, things go pretty well. Things go pretty smoothly. Issues arise when backpacks and boulders are being distributed unevenly. That occurs when our boundaries are off. Typically, we have backpack takers and backpack givers. Now, we typically default to one or the other by nature. Even somebody who is really good at boundary setting and holding and respecting defaults to one or the other on their harder days. So I'm going to explain each so that you can understand the different spots that they come from and why that's helpful for us to know in regards to boundary setting, holding, and respecting. I'm also going to link a PDF. Y'all, it is not fancy (laughs) at all. It is hand-drawn, handwritten. You are welcome. But if you are more of a visual person and you want to look at something as I'm explaining this or print that off and come back and listen to this again, you're more than welcome to do that. But there will be a link in the show notes to that PDF that you can print off. Okay, so the four spots that we have that I'm going to go on to explain are backpack takers, backpack givers, boulder avoiders, and boulder lifters. Okay? Backpack takers have a really hard time saying no to other people's backpacks. Again, backpacks are our responsibility It's stuff that we need to own, that we need to be accountable for. It's stuff that we need to take care of simply because either we're an adult or we're an individual who made choices or it's just part of your daily load. It's your daily responsibility, right? So backpack takers have a hard time saying no to other people's backpacks. At times, a backpack taker enables. These are folks that take other people's backpacks when asked to do so Or when they see backpacks just laying around unattended, they'll pick those up and put those on. They even sometimes offer to take somebody else's backpack that the other person is carrying just fine. Backpack takers sometimes mislabel backpacks as boulders and say that daily loads are boulders when they aren't actually boulders. And backpack takers sometimes come across as the martyr. They sometimes complain because everybody's backpacks are heavy. Backpack takers often feel unappreciated, unheard, and really overwhelmed. Backpack givers have a hard time hearing no when they try to offload their backpack. At times, they jump into the self-proclaimed victim seat and it becomes poor me. These are people that ask for others to take the backpack that they're carrying, or they just straight up leave the backpack on the side of the road. When someone won't take the backpack that they're trying to give away, then 
they try to manipulate or control or become the victim in all of it. They have a really hard time with accountability and owning what is theirs. Even if it's just a daily load, they sometimes think that their backpack is a boulder when it isn't. Sometimes they blame other people for their backpacks. Backpack givers often feel picked on or mistreated or misunderstood. Moving on to boulders, and then I'll bring them all together. We have our boulder lifters and our boulder avoiders. Again, we typically default to one or the other by nature on our harder days. Boulder lifters are folks who have a hard time hearing yes, so they don't give opportunities for yes to be said. Let me explain. They don't ask for help. They don't allow help regarding their boulder because they're fine. They've got it. It's all good. I'm good. It's okay. Everything's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. These are the folks that are not only trying to lift their own boulder. Again, boulders are things that we don't create ourselves. They're just a matter of circumstance or a matter of situation or health or whatever. It's just part of being a human. We have some hard things that happen. Those are the boulders. These folks say, I'm going to lift my boulder all by myself. And with the free toe that I have, I'm going to try to lift somebody else's boulder as well. Again, these folks don't ask for help in lifting their own boulder. They figure they've got it. They're not going to ask for help. So they have a hard time hearing yes in that they don't even ask for the help to allow someone to say yes to helping them. Does that make sense? Boulder avoiders are people who have a hard time saying yes to help lift another's boulder. So they avoid the sucker altogether if they can. These are folks that are so weighed down with their own backpacks and with their own boulders that they can't even imagine assisting someone else in lifting their boulder. These folks come across as very unempathetic. They come across as cold, sometimes apathetic. They seem to just not care. Here is the effed up part of all of this. Backpack takers are typically boulder lifters. And backpack givers are typically backpack avoiders. So those who take backpacks on are also the folks that are lifting their own boulder and everyone else's. Folks who give away their backpacks are often folks who avoid their boulders and everyone else's. Jacked up, right? <laughs> what this means is that the backpack taker feels like they have the weight of the world on their shoulders and backs because they do. And the backpack givers and avoiders claim that they have the weight of the world on their backs and shoulders because they don't really want to. Most commonly, the backpack taker, boulder lifter, is drawn to the backpack giver, boulder avoider. That's what's most common. However, I have seen backpack takers, boulder lifters connect to each other 
And I have seen backpack givers, boulder avoiders connect to each other as well. That's when it gets really tricky. Now, before we pity the backpack taker and boulder lifter and burn down the houses of the backpack givers and boulder avoiders, we need to realize and accept that both parties have a choice in regards to the weight that they carry and that they help carry. That is where boundaries come in. So if I'm a backpack taker slash boulder lifter, I'm going to sit down and look at what backpacks are mine and what are not. I'm also going to take a look at how much of my own boulder I'm lifting myself and what I can do to invite others to help lift that boulder. I'm going to try on some ways to word things when I give a backpack back that's not mine or when I don't pick up a backpack that isn't mine. I'm also going to try on how to word things when I'm asking someone to help lift my boulder and to help bear some of the weight of that. I'm going to figure out ways to word declining taking someone's backpack on and ways to word gratitude when someone tries to lift my boulder with me. Now, you might need the help of a boundaried friend or a coach or a therapist in that space, but there are ways to word those things that are better than others. If I'm really brave, I may even get curious with a therapist who specializes in trauma about why I'm a backpack taker and a boulder lifter so that I can give my feelings and thoughts and behaviors context. It's not to excuse the behavior, but it helps explain it a little bit. Now, if I'm a backpack giver, boulder avoider, I am going to sit down and look at what backpacks are mine that I've given away or just left on the side of the road expecting it to be picked up. I'm going to get curious about what boulders of others I'm avoiding. And if I'm lifting my boulder as well, I'm going to learn some ways to word things that allows folks to know that I respect when my backpack is left for me to carry. And I'm going to figure out ways to word things to others when it's hard to help lift their boulder, but it's something that I know that I need to do. With the help of a therapist, I'm going to learn how to bear the weight that comes with the backpack that I'm carrying. And I'm also going to learn how to notice boulders of other people. Makes sense? Even when everything in me tells me to run away from that boulder. And if I'm really brave, I too might get curious with a therapist who specializes in trauma to figure out why I'm a backpack giver, an avoider, so that I can give my feelings, thoughts, and behaviors context. Again, not so that I can have an excuse to not carry my own backpack or an excuse to avoid other people's boulders, but it can help explain what that's all about. Now, please notice what I did say and what I did not say. Yes, in both situations, backpack taking 
slash boulder lifting and backpack giving slash boulder avoiding, I talked about trauma. Why? Well, because a lot of times when wounding happens in our hearts, it can be traumatic. It doesn't mean every single wounding is traumatic, but a lot of times it is. Little trauma, big trauma, trauma is trauma. Now, does it affect our lives more when the wounding is deeper and the trauma is that big T trauma? Yes, but getting curious about trauma in both spaces is where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck. What I didn't say and what I didn't do was I did not put the label of addict or spouse of an addict in either space. Now, a lot of times people assume that the backpack taker and the boulder lifter is the spouse and that the backpack giver and boulder avoider is the person with the addiction. That may be the case often, but it's not the case always. I have seen folks with addictions have wounds that have made them be a backpack taker and boulder lifter. And I've identified with them that the addiction eases some of that weight Again, not an excuse, just an explanation. Does that mean that they get to keep their addiction? No, of course not. But sometimes whatever wound created the backpack taking and the boulder lifting is what's at the core of the addiction. I've also seen some spouses that have a really hard time or partners or whatever that have a really hard time holding their own backpacks Never mind acknowledging another's boulder. Again, that comes from a wounded space deep within. And the giving and the avoiding is a way to cope. Again, that's not an excuse, but it's an explanation. Am I victim shaming? No, absolutely not. Is that saying that the spouse or the partner or the family member gets to stay there and that that's warranted? That they don't have to carry any of their backpacks or help lift other boulders. No, but sometimes at the core of the backpack giving and the boulder avoiding is trauma or is a wound. As I said in the beginning, our job in listening to this is to identify where we are, where our work is. Not where our partner's work is or where the spouse's work is, not where an addict's work is if you're not the one that's showing up with the addiction. Worry about yourself. Stay in your lane. Identify where you are and where the work is for you to do. It's not our jobs to enlighten whomever else about where they are. You do you first. The hope is to get to a space where you can bear the weight of your backpack and carry it. And where we can not bear the weight of another person's backpack. We can be empathetic towards it. We can be compassionate towards it, but not take the backpack for them. The hope is that we get in a space of where we can acknowledge others' boulders and help lift them, but also allow others to help lift ours and to allow others in to help lift those boulders that are heavier. 
That's the hope. That's where we want to work towards and end up. With the invitation to work towards that and to stay in our lanes as we're doing it, I'm going to challenge you to keep living through. One backpack, one boulder at a time. We'll talk soon.